Hi, this is Erin James Brown. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I serve as the interim site pastor at Urban Village Church, Edgewater. Urban Village Church does bold, inclusive, and relevant ministry for people who were traumatized by church, people who feel over-churched, and even the non-churched folks. If you identify with any of these signifiers, we're so glad you're listening. Would you consider helping us continue this Jesus-loving ministry in and across Chicago and over the internet? You can make a generous recurring gift by going to our website, urbanvillagechurch.org backslash give. And thanks for helping us with your ears, actions, and dollars to build up God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And now, here's the latest sermon. Hello, I'm Kathy. I'll be reading your scripture today. And the scripture comes from Matthew 13, verses 31 to 33. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it has grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a yeast that a woman took and mixed up with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. The word of God for the people of God. Wow, this is a really great view. (laughs) This morning did it, but it was empty, but now it's filled with everybody, so... It's really awesome. Good morning. My name is Chan Choi. My pronoun is he, him, his. Even though this is my very first time to worship at Edgy Theater, I'm feeling pretty good and comfortable because of your warm welcoming with big smiles. Big smiles. (laughs) Because I know that the same grace and love of God will be here within us this morning. Amen. So welcome all of you in the name of Jesus Christ, who is love, who is hope, who is peace. Before starting my message, I'd like to ask ask for your participation for this opening. I always begin the message with this phrase, God is good all the time. I have opened my message with this phrase all the time, which means I have used it for my regular Sunday worship, at the wedding ceremony, even at the funeral. Because I think it is a kind of practice to remind who God is at the time when we cannot say it and recall it. So would you mind if I open the message with this phrase? So, awesome. I don't know, it's not working well. I'm pretty sure this phrase is easy and simple enough to follow. So I'm going to say, God is good. Then you can say, all All right, awesome. Let's try. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. We are also, it's fine. We are also good. You know what? You are not the only one who little hesitated to say it. We are also good. In this short pause, actually it was long, you may recall all your sins and wrongdoings, what you have made. It could be your complaint about 
finding a parking spot this morning. It could be an argument with your spouse. All right, that's all mine, what I did. <laughs> However, you are also good because you are God's beloved children. You are good because you are created in God's image. Amen? Yeah. Then, all right, amen. That's really great. So, <laughs> why don't we take a selfie all together to keep these beautiful images of God in each, of, each one of us? Can I? Yeah. All right. All right. I know it's pretty hard. So I'm going to take two times. This side first. Smile. One, two, three. And this side. One, two, three. All right. I'm done. I'm tired now. By the way, can I post this picture on Facebook? Is it okay? All right. Thank you very much. Since it's my very first time to worship with Edgewater family, I felt it would be a good opportunity to share who Chan is and how I'm here today. Actually, I always use the story of little Samuel who had listened to God's voice three times but couldn't recognize it. Frankly speaking, I had missed God's voice more than three times. However, today's path is about a small mustard seed and yeast. It would be also good for sharing my story, how my small faith has been growing up like a tree in a spectacular way. I'm sure that I'm not the only one who has this kind of story. I truly appreciate Derek's story. And you know what? It's feeling very strange. Derek is another one who knows where China is, which is my former ministry. It's Derek's hometown. I serve Derek's home church. So it's really, really great way of the Holy Spirit. I can see that. Through today's message, I hope we can see God who encouraged us to find the treasures within us and use it for building the kingdom of God through this community of faith, urban village. Amen? Amen. In today's passage, we can find two different parables this week again, which are short stories with a double meaning. And it begins with the same phrase, the kingdom of heaven is like. The kingdom of heaven is like. I'm sure when Jesus opened his words with this phrase, his disciples would give all their attention to a following word because they have been looking for this a hidden a message. What it looked like, the kingdom of heaven. Are you looking for this, the kingdom of heaven also, right? Let me check your memory then. What were these two metaphors Jesus used from last week's passage, Matthew 13, 44 through 46? Keller delivered the same message. 
All right, I thought you guys are young enough to remember everything, <laughs> but oh. One was the treasure hidden in a field, right? How about the other? Amen. Why don't we give them a big hand? You saved Edgewater, so now I'm feeling much better, right? You know what? I think these two metaphors, the treasure and pearl, are well matched with the kingdom of God because of its value. It's precious enough. As a person who finds it and sells one's old possession to buy it. Then how about the metaphor that we can find from today's passage? Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast. Let's compare these two images from last week and today. Treasure and pearl versus mustard seed and yeast. Which one you want to get? <laughs> How many of you for the pearl and treasure? Raise your hand. How about mustard seed and yeast? All right. You know what? You have to be careful when pastor asks this kind of question. Always there's a trick. Have you seen a mustard seed? Oh, wow. You know what? Whenever I preach the message with today's pa uh, passage, I try to prepare a real mustard seed for showing everyone. But I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> Sorry. So I Googled it. And according to the Wikipedia, which is a really great resource, the mustard seeds are usually about one to two millimeters in diameter, and which means it is very small and tiny seed. And fortunately, I was able to prepare the yeast today since baking is one of my hobby. This is a yeast. Can you see it? I think it's not a good idea to open it up and, and show you, but this is a yeast anyway. As you can see clearly, both mustard seed and yeast look too small to be useful. I had the same feeling about myself and my own faith. My faith is so small. My faith is so small. I was born and raised in South Korea. You might have several titles or nicknames to be called by people. For a long time, I was called as Pastor Choi's son. That was my nickname. My father was a Methodist pastor, and he retired from his 45 years of ministry last year. So you may think that I would know the Lord well and pre earlier than any other. Nope. I didn't know the Lord well and pre uh, until uh, I didn't know the Lord till my first worship service at the army at my age of 22. For 22 years, I'd never missed a Sunday worship. I'd served as a choir member, praise team member, and a Sunday school teacher. However, I didn't know the Lord. Rather, I was filled with anger and dissatisfaction toward God. My mom was diagnosed with stomach cancer when I was seven years old. And I couldn't see her for half a year for 
due to her chemo treatment. It was 1988. So it took a long time to have that uh, chemo treatment. My dad planted a church in the middle of Confield when I was high school student, and I couldn't understand why we had to worship in a small shipping container house without any members. Only my family. Okay, and I didn't know the Lord, and my faith was so small, smaller than the mustard seed. During my mandatory military service, I felt like walking through the darkest valley every day. Then I met Jesus Christ as my Savior at the first worship service in the training camp. It was my first missing the Sunday worship service for a month due to the different training. And during an hour of, hour of the whole service, I couldn't stop crying. Not because of loneliness and hardship from my military service, but because of gratitude from my whole life. I realized God was with me all the time when I was alone without my mom. God was with me while I was crying in a deep re repentance that day. Because of this experience, I was able to finish my 26 months long military service in joy and gratitude because I realized that God will be with me during my rest of my life. So I learned that. And for your information, my mom had to remove most of her stomach and some parts of intestine due to her cancer, but she is alive and still my strongest prayer warrior. She is praying now because I ask her a special prayer. I'm going to preach it at your water first time, so I need your prayer. So she is praying now 2 a.m. in Korea time. <laughs> she will fly. My face was so small, like a mustard seed but it was planted and grown without knowing by our God. After that experience, I'm no longer focusing on the size of faith and gift that I have now, but I have focused on the one who is planting and growing it. I'm focusing on the vision and dream that I received from God that God promised it will be like a tree someday. If I kept saying my faith is so small, I would not be able to go to seminary in Korea by giving up my career with my business major. I would not be able to come to the United States to serve the Korean campus ministry at UIUC without any experience or knowledge about campus ministry. I would not be able to begin my master's degree at Garrett Evangelical Theological Seminary without the English test score. I would not be able to say yes when I got a call from, for my first appointment at August 2015 as a student pastor at China United Methodist Church. More importantly, I would not be able to be here today as your pastor if I kept saying my faith is so small, so I can do that. 
So the question that we need to ask to ourselves is, do we have this small faith in us? Rather than how big is our faith? Because its faith will bring a big impact in a spectacular way. We need to continue reading the rest of parables that Jesus taught us. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. It is a small list of all the seeds, but it becomes a tree. As big enough as the birds of the air comes and make nests in its branches. The kingdom of heaven is like ease. The woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was living. It would be enough to feed over 100 people. Here is another thing in common that we can find from today's passage, except its smallness. Its purpose is to serve others. Mustard seeds become a tree where it provides a shelter for the birds. And yeast is a key element to bake bread to feed 100 people. I can see the same thing here today at Edgewater. We are not perfect. We may have small faith like mustard seed and yeast, but as a community of faith, we have been growing up together like a tree. There can be a shelter for the people who are looking for a safe and sacred space. Amen? Yeah. And be a bread for the people who are in hunger in spiritually and physically. Our active small groups are one of many evidences. Amen? That's what we have been doing in the midst of this transitioning. So I really want to say this to all of you. Thank you for being a mustard seed and yeast of this community. Through your commitments and support, our Edgewater community has grown up as a big tree to embrace everyone. Every Tuesday, we have UBC step meeting in downtown. We always start a meeting with devotion, and I'm in charge of this this month. And one of my strengths is creativity, believe it or not. <laughs> so I wanted to prepare a very creative devotion. You have no idea what it looked like. So two weeks ago, I encouraged our staff to draw the treasure that they found from UBC and, and with, with color pencil. You know what? They were really good at drawing, so you can check it later. Then last week, I invited them to think about the way to bring the kingdom of God with this $1 bill. How can we bring the kingdom of God with this $1 bill? One of my favorite person, Juan Pablo, said he would offer a cup of coffee for one of his, his small group member. And he will use it as an opportunity of getting to know each other and teaching them to do the same thing for others. It was a really clever way to do it. He also shared that we can get a cup of coffee for $1 and Dunkin' Donuts between 3 to 6 p.m. So you can contact him for this $1 coffee meeting. 
between three to six only. <laughs> there are various ideas to bring the kingdom of God with this $1 bill, like purchasing a postcard and sending it with the message of hope and encouragement, giving this $1 bill to someone in need, or preparing the candle for the advent. After sharing everyone's idea, I gave them a $1 bill for each with a blessing. Because I believe this $1 bill can bring the kingdom of God in real. The warmth of the cup of coffee make people to remember the love that they have received from the community. A postcard with the encouragement would be a sign of God to move forward. That's how we can bring the kingdom of God with this $1 bill. Last nine years, Urban Village has been growing up like a tree. And we have made, we have made a big impact in a spectacular way. It was only possible through your support and commitment. It was possible by every dollars you give, every minute you serve, and every word you pray. So again, I appreciate your financial support for this community of faith and your presence in this community. This morning, I can see a small seed that is planted in your heart. Some of them already put forth the bud and bear the fruit. I can see it. And here is my dream for the Edgewater. I really want to see the Edgewater forest that is filled with a variety of trees that come from each seed and where everyone come and find a shelter in God's love and grace. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we are thankful for giving us an opportunity to think about your kingdom. Sometimes we are so frustrated with our small faith, which is not good enough for your kingdom. However, we know that you are the one who plant the seed and grow it until it becomes a tree. Please help us to be fully grown up in faith as a tree that can provide a shelter for the people who need your peace and guide us to be the community that can feed people's body and spirit. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.